trying to explain this sort of broad concept of behavior change um, around sustainability in, to them is sometimes challenging, but very simply broke down, it really is just applying concepts from psychology and marketing to behavior change, behavior changes that impact the greater good. And so you can break that down and really um, look at environmental behavior changes or public health or public safety, but it's really taking what we know about human behavior change from science and applying that to um, individual actions in the real world. Sustainability problems, environmental issues are fundamentally caused by human behavior. And the solution then, whatever that solution might be, technology or policy or economics, is gonna require that people change their behavior. People need to do things differently and they need to do different things. One interesting arena in which a lot of these strategies have been applied is in the energy conservation sector. So in a project I worked on at a university in New York, we were looking at trying to get students to turn off their computers before leaving a computer lab. And there were many, many, many flyers around campus and announcements telling people, hey, turn off the computers before you leave the computer lab. Yet the rates of shutdown when we went out and kind of observed what are people doing, only 3% of students were turning off the computers before leaving the lab. And so we ended up um, with a really interesting strategy that was very simple where we just sort of modified the context a little bit. Um, number one, we put a reminder in the lower left-hand corner of the computer monitor, knowing that people kind of were logging off and their eyes were going to that lower corner and, and there was a reminder there to turn off their computer and monitor at the end of the day. And so when we tested that situation, it worked okay, but it only increased rates of computer shutdown by a small percentage. What was most interesting though is when we also modified the environment to where the lab monitors went around and made sure all of the unused computers were turned off when a student entered the lab. So here a student comes into the lab, they use the computer, they see the sign, and then they look around and they see that most of the other computers are shut off. The hot, we got a really high, like much significantly higher rate of shutdown just by modifying that context. So that was the most effective situation. Conservation psychology, community engagement, behavioral science more broadly, um, has identified a lot of effective tools that can motivate people to change. And so understanding that foundation and then leveraging that to create effective programs, I think, is really a new offering that behavioral science has. I think that the field of sustainability has changed to include behavior and behavior science for two reasons. One is that I think we're starting to see that pretty much every environmental issue that we look at, every sustainability issue, whether it's energy conservation or waste, really comes down to an individual action. So even if we've developed a policy or we've developed a technology, people still interact with that technology. So you might have a building that's super energy efficient, but people are still leaving the windows open with the air conditioning on. So there's always that role of human behavior. And so I think that's one element is that recognition that behavior is an important part of getting to our sustainability goals. 
The second is just a growing body of evidence that simply educating people about what to do is not a sufficient motivation to engage in action. You're going to be more effective at achieving your conservation goals or your sustainability goals if you're incorporating behavioral science. There's not necessarily one career pathway for people who are interested in sustainability or who are looking for ways to build in behavior change uh, tools into their programs. Um, some of the bigger areas, um, people who are interested in, in working with um, non-governmental organizations, NGOs, or nonprofit organizations in the conservation space would be one. Um, I think people who are working in zoos or aquariums, um, even informal, um, informal learning locations like a museum, for example, uh, would also be very relevant because they deal with behavior and their focus is on, um, I say, educating but really motivating people to um, engage in conservation behavior. We're seeing people wanting to look for these skills um, in behavior science and applying them. One is that there are jobs in this market now. There are more and more um, firms opening up that are doing social marketing or they're doing behavior change across a variety of sectors in the health domain. Um, it's been popular for a while, but we're starting to see more in environment. Um, we're starting to see big companies like Opower that are using both technology and psychological principles to affect behavior change on a large scale. So I think that's some of it. So there's jobs there. There are a lot of programs and job opportunities in governmental organizations. So thinking about um, local, city, county, um, types of positions or even state or federal government organizations. Um, so that's another area. And then I think for students who are interested in conservation and sustainability, but maybe haven't decided on a particular career pathway, but they know this is an interest for them and this is a passion that they have, I think building that skill set will give them tools that will open up career opportunities for them. The primary skills needed in order to begin to apply behavior change principles is really a deep understanding of the tools. So just as not every tool works in the same way for a home project or an automotive project you might work on, uh, the behavior change tools aren't the same tool doesn't work for every single job. So for example, if people are already somewhat motivated to engage in a behavior, but they simply just forget, then we might use a tool like reminders or prompts or, or um, you know, things that kind of just tip them over the edge. They're already ready to do it. In terms of what I would find most challenging in, in my particular area is selecting which behaviors we want to change, which behaviors to target with a program. So if you look at something like um, energy conservation, just encouraging people to conserve energy is not particularly effective. 
we need to be specific and we need to be behaviorally specific. And we know this um, from looking at the behavioral science research. But what behavior do you choose, right? So if we have to choose just one thing, if you need to choose just one target behavior, which one do you pick? Most people care about the environment. And you know we all can develop flyers and fact sheets that show people what to do. But really engaging people in sustainable behaviors that are sometimes more difficult um, than what they're already doing, they're more inconvenient, requires a different approach than just you know, what you might traditionally do to advertise the library or other public services. But really understanding what the needs are of the population and then applying behavior change principles that not only enhance their motivation, but also can uh, reduce barriers that they face. And by doing that, we can really leverage um, strong concepts that are much more sustainable.